should I say should I say where I, should I say this is in your head or what? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, what's a good what's what a good do do? title for a spooky show? Without your head. Without your head. All right. Without your head. There All right. Yeah. All right. Give me the countdown. Bonfires burning bright. Funky faces in the night. I remember Halloween. Dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead around in droves. I remember Halloween. Vertigo With skeleton life is known I remember Halloween This day anything goes Burning bodies hanging from poles I remember Halloween Welcome to Without Your Head. I'm Neil. You I'm are. On. And you are. Troy. Cool. We're here. Uh, you have Mike Mendez on the show later on. Mm-hmm. He's the director of Grave Dancers. He's one of the uh, one of the movies playing at uh, Eight Films to Die For, the horror fest. It's a pretty interesting concept. They're going to have like eight films playing th- this weekend only. Right. On like. Uh, Bunch of theaters around, you know, close to people, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems as, it's like they're, they're, the way they're billing it and everything about the um, advertisements is like only you know, you know, some of the sickest, scariest you know movies ever produced is going to be shown like in you know movies that weren't meant to be seen because the the uh, studios thought it was too uh, I don't right know, too controversial. It'd be cool, you know, see if this takes off. Yeah. I hope it does. I wish him like the best a lot. Yeah. Now uh, we got a caller here. Who is this? Hey, is Dave there? Who? Dave. Dave? Dave's, Dave's not here, man. Oh. <laughs> it's Yam. Oh, it's Yam. Don't mess with you guys. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right, Dave. I haven't got that call for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys doing? Oh, I'm trying to find Dave. Show? It's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna go see the um the eight movies to die for? You know, it's playing up in my area, actually. Mm-hmm. It's playing over in uh, New York. Actually, it's playing in Jersey too. And uh, Elizabeth, I just checked it out. Yeah, that's at a horror. F- was it uh horrorfestonline.com, and you can check out all the different places it's playing. Yeah, actually, I did. I checked it out. That's why I went to see who was playing around here. I have to go by myself, but. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it would be really cool if you get, like, a, a group of friends together and uh, go check these out. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Sounds good. So, uh, what's on your mind there, Yam? When's that Herbert West interview coming? Herbert West. Who's that? Reanimator. Dr. Herbert oh, West. Man. Oh, The man. greatest <laughs> movie of all time. That is a good movie. That is a good movie. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. We've been trying to get Jeffrey Combs on, haven't we? Jeffrey yeah. Combs. We, we almost had him on uh, when the uh, Rock and Shock adventure was going on, but he was actually filming a movie. Really? Yeah, so, so we can do it. Yeah. He's got a ton of stuff, though, like all the different TV things that he does and everything else, voiceovers. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I actually heard that he's playing Edgar Allan Poe in, like, uh, some one of the, um, one of the, um, Master of the Horror, isn't it? Oh, that'd be H- Have you guys heard about that? No. No. I don't know. It sounds pretty interesting. It's like a look at, um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's like, it was like something like they're going to take one of the Poe books and like kind of combine it together with like his real life or something like that. I, I'm not sure what it's supposed to be about, but it sounds pretty interesting from what I've heard of it. Do, do you remember when he played Lovecraft in the Necronomicon movie? Ah. Mm, I haven't seen that. Really one. bad. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, let's bring that one up. It was really yeah. awful. Yeah, that's actually me, the Black Cat. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's directed by a Stuart Gordon, who actually you know directed uh, Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be on the Masters of Horror with um, Jeffrey Combs, the play Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that'll be. Awesome. I thought that was one of the best ones from uh, last season. Was the one that's that uh, Stuart Gordon did. The Witch House. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, I had to get up on these uh, Masters of Horror things. I haven't. Uh, the only one I've seen so far is the John Carpenter one. Yeah, from last season. Yeah, the new season just started mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, about three weeks ago, I guess. Cigarette I burns. Ask you guys something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one this 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 season too, John Carpenter. It's uh, called Pro Life. He starts uh, the week after next. What's it called? Pro Life. I thought the best one so far of the three that's been on mm-hmm. was uh, Family by John Landis. Mm-hmm. It's got a George Went in it. Everybody knows from Cheers. Hmm. I've heard good things about. Yeah, that. that one was my favorite of the, of the three so far. Is that Norm? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Everybody. Knows. <laughs> right. Elf hasn't been on yet, huh? That's the one I'm interested in. Is Hmm. That's a Derry Argento one. Okay. See, I own the one from uh, that Dario did last year, but I haven't I haven't watched it yet. And I know you've seen it, Neil. You didn't really yeah, think it was a. I wasn't really big on that one. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, Jennifer. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I wasn't really big on. I thought the story was kind of. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think the story was very good because um, she's like he kind of, the guy kind of falls in love with her, and I, and I guess the story is like uh, different guys fall in love with her. And, and she's like, you know, disfigured and like, you know, kind of like a demon. She's kind of like a demon on the outside. And yet she's also a killer. I thought it would have worked a lot better if she was really good looking on the outside and was a killer. It didn't really make much sense to me. Why anybody, I mean, she had a great body, but why would someone like fall in love with this woman whose face is all messed up? Yeah, it is on. And, uh, and acts like, you know, like, like a beast, basically. Oh, but, but let me ask you guys something on the subject of Combs. Mm-hmm. Now, did, did anyone see the, um, oh, no, I can't even think of the, the name of the one. It was the second uh, Lovecraft one that he was in, where he's got the deedly bop growing out of his head. What the hell is that one called? Mm. The which one, though? 
um, it, it's another Lovecraft one with, with Jeffrey Combs. Right. It might be the same director. And he, he finds, like, a gateway to, like, another world or something. And, uh, and, he, and he throws a strange little antenna thing on his head. Mm, I don't think I ever saw that one. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I, I really like the, uh, the newest sequel to uh, Reanimator. The on Reanimator. Oh, yeah. Yep, I thought it was yep. pretty good. But this one, I guess there's a director's cut, and it has like like 40 minutes more in it. And I really didn't like it when I saw that, the old one. Mm -hmm. But I think with all the new stuff, maybe it'll make a lot more sense. But I, I can't even think of the name mm -hmm. of the movie. Though. One thing that um, I looked up before the show here, and it's like one of my pet peeves. I just don't understand why they do it. Is they got the Halloween remake, right? And they're releasing right. it in August. <laughs> yeah. I understand that they're trying to, like, compete with the summer blockbuster, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why why release it right in August? Right, I mean, the, the name of the movie is Halloween. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of a no-brainer to release it, you know, at Halloween. Well, there's probably less competition at that time anyway. If you release it during the summer, like, you're going to be up against all the huge movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, Saw, the Saw films, they've done, like, un just great for the uh, Halloween season whenever they release movies. I mean, right. like, this last Saw, Saw 3, it did better than all, all, all the other ones that they had out during Halloween. I think people are, like, during Halloween, they're, like, really in the mood for, like, some horror movies because, like, yeah. you'll go to Walmart and stuff and you'll see, like, uh, you know, all kinds of ads and stuff for DVDs and stuff. Right. All about Walmart, yeah. Best Buy, you know, mm -hmm. Best Buy has all the uh, specials on the horror movies. Yeah. I guess they're just trying to make it, you know, the, the big summer blockbuster. But I don't, I don't know if it's got... I'm sure it's got an audience, definitely, you know, to see, uh, it's a horror movie, it's Halloween, and it's, you know, made by Rob Zombie, but I don't know if it's going to be, like, the, a summer blockbuster up against other, like, you know, big action movies. I know H2O, I think they released it back, like, during the summer, and they might have even released, um, I can't remember when they released Resurrection. I know I saw the, I saw from 6 to, um, to, uh, the last one where... Buster Rhymes lays down the gauntlet. <laughs> I saw all those in the Oh, man, Buster Rhymes, he is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I did. Autograph from him. Oh, you got an autograph from him? Mm -hmm. How'd that come yeah. about? What's that? How'd, How'd that come, come about? about? Oh, um, well, Mrs. Flea was working at, um, at Record Town at the time. Mm -hmm. And she went to like the big, I, I think, I forget what album it was. What album was it? Big? <laughs> yeah. Nobody uh, can remember. <laughs> uh, someone here in our chat room brought up a pretty good point, though. Ryron, he was saying, you know, they're going to have it out in, uh, in the summertime so they could put the DVD out for uh, Halloween. Oh, it okay. That does make sense, so. Yeah, then they could pick up the big money. Yeah, they could pick up the big money for the Yeah, I guess that would make sense. And then pick up the big money for the... Damn you, Ryron, for making sense. You know, a movie that we're going to put out on DVD was... By Professional Wrestler Kane. Was See No Evil. 
they were going to put that out for October, but then they, they pushed it because WWE was putting out another uh, movie, The Marine. And so now you can actually buy that now at WWE.com, and you can get an autographed flag for like uh, it's like 40 bucks. Pretty cool deal. Oh, for um, for Kane's movie? Yeah. Oh. I enjoyed that one. I really did. I really yeah, think they should have released that one during October, though. I mean... Yeah, I did. That's kind of an I don't see why how that would compete with uh, with their other movie. Well, why why can't a guy go to a movie and buy a DVD? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. A, that's what Vince McMahon said on one of their shows. It was just like he didn't <laughs> release it during the um, during the same time uh, the Marine was out. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. Well, maybe they think you know wrestling fans are poor and they, they can't afford to buy buy a DVD and and go to a movie. Right. That's true. That's true. Well, then the kids won't eat that week. <laughs> <laughs> you little punks! You just, you He's just a humanitarian, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and we were talking about earlier the Masters of Horror. That, that's a TV show in Showtime. If anyone's not familiar with it, but you can get like all the first season on DVD now, right? Yeah, I, I think it's. I don't know if it's only being released in uh, in the UK or if it's been released here too. But they're putting out a box set. Of like all thirteen episodes, but uh, as far as I know, I think it's only uh, being released in the UK. That's odd. Yeah, uh, that's the same way with the box set of um, of the Evil Dead trilogy. I believe you can only, you can only get that in the UK. It's not available in the United States. I was I was thinking of you guys. Uh, I was looking to go to a play in New York on Broadway. Right. And so I was looking through all the different things. And I, I was unaware that there is an Evil Dead the musical out now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they think it's going to be like the next big thing. It's going to be like, um, you know, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. Right. No, I, I did go see the play for um, Little Shop of Horrors uh, in California. That was just great. Mm-hmm. I don't have know. you guys heard of it, though, the... the Evil Dead music? I've heard of it, yeah. I don't oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. To me, that's just a little much. Yeah, <laughs> probably is. I'm just, I'm just like, come on, guys. I mean, how much can you really milk Evil Dead series for? I mean, <laughs> we got T-shirts, all at the Hot Topic. We got we got the DVD. We have, like, how many copies of the DVD of, of the first one out? Right. Oh, man. I mean, and some yeah. of them have, like, the same commentaries on them and everything, and it's like, enough already. <laughs> That, that's my problem. You know, if, they, if I have no problem if they're going to keep putting out, like, bigger and better versions, whatever. But, you know, put something different on it. Mm. It doesn't make really much sense. And, and include everything else. Okay. You know, you don't want to have to buy, like, uh, three copies of the same movie, just so you can get every every available uh, comic. No. Yeah. I, I kind of cut out on all that stuff. I have, like, um... I think I'm up to, like, six copies of Night of Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I just came to the point to where I'm just like, no more. No. I, I will not buy any more of the. Uh, uh, God, Romero and Lucas, huh? I think there's def- there's definitely like uh you know a backlash on on all those DVD releases, you know, putting out uh, special editions. Mm-hmm. You know, pe- people are really mad that they were putting out the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know, again, oh, yeah. it's basically the same stuff. 
See, that's why I was glad I waited with the Lord of the Rings, because, like, well, after the first one, because then I knew they'd have a special one for the second and third, so I didn't even bother getting the first one. Right, yeah, well, not even just that. You know, they put out the regular one, then they put out the um, the extended one, but now yeah. they've got another set out. Oh, do they? Yeah, and then, of course, you know, the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, now, did you see that... Um that, well, the director there of Lord of the Rings, he did Jackson. He, he did that with Kong. They, they have like an extra 40 minutes on it. Oh, really? They have an extended King Kong? Yeah. 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 It's got like, like 100 new special effects and 231, I was corrected. Yes. 231 new special effects. Now, I have no problem if, if they do that like around the same time. Like they put out the first DVD and they also put up the, the extended one. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like years later. Right, right. But. You know, when they do it, like, uh, not, I guess not even a year later, you know, it's basically just they want everybody to buy the first one. Yeah, you then let's off. Then. Yeah, let's give them enough time that everyone who wants it gets it, and then we'll put out another another version so they all have to buy it again. Yep. Hmm. Very true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, John. I was just going over that. I was like, oh, man. So many DVDs. <laughs> Actually, I was just uh, not not being a very good host. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, well, let everybody know is, listen, they can call us up at 508-644-8503. Yeah, where, where's Jeff, anyway? Wolf said he was going to call in or, or hit the chat. Right? Uh-oh. I think y- Yam, uh, he didn't say goodbye, he just left. All right, I thought we still had Yam hanging around. No, he took <laughs> off. He took off oh, man. He was like the new host. I know, I thought he was going to be the fourth host, and he just took off. No, I was ready to stick him on the website. <laughs> I can't blame him. Then cross out that blonde guy and just stick in Yam's face in there. That's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> just copy and paste it. <laughs> it's gonna be Yamula, right? Mm. Uh, so, somewhere we were gonna talk about actually a couple weeks ago on the show was uh, I read there's a movie out and like you hear about it so much it's made in like the 80s and I'd never seen it. Is a uh, cannibal holocaust. So many people say it's like their favorite movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna rent it. See what all the hubbub is. And you know, it's, I guess the movie's not not that bad. It's alright. But the the big thing, I guess, is that they kill like real animals in it. And it's just like that's nothing. Oh, I, really? I yeah, it's really nothing. I I want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that makes it a cinematic masterpiece, guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. As I've talked with John off air, I mean, anybody could do that. Anybody could just, yeah, you know, exactly. they could take a monkey and hack half its face off. It doesn't make it a, you know, it doesn't take any talent. It doesn't make no, anything I want to watch. Doesn't mean you're the next Hitchcock. You know? Right. You know, when I was a kid, <laughs> the next Hitchcock. When I was a kid, I used, you know, I loved the uh, creep show and stuff. I, I like the gore. I enjoy seeing that. But oh, yeah. even as a kid, I knew it was fake, and that was part of the reason why I liked it. <laughs> To make it, you know, as real as possible, but not to actually just see, you know, someone really get killed. Oh, that's true. Well, that's kind of like, you know, the similarity between wrestling, you know. It's like pro wrestling, you know, like you know it's fake, but, you know, you you want to see who's really good at it, who makes you believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if you actually, like, break somebody's neck, well, you know, it doesn't make you a really good pro wrestler. It just <laughs> means you're very clumsy or you're stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of like 
that it kind of bothers me. The whole society that's like all these like gore fest films are like the best, they're like the best horror movie ever. I'm, I'm I think it's fine to like it for what it is, but don't like try to hold it up to like the same standards as like a Psycho or or like you right. know John Carpenter's Halloween or something like that. You know. Yeah, at the, at the heart of it, it's still it's still you know the story and everything in the movie. I think same thing with special effects. I think great special effects. Are, you know, even cool gore. I like I like movies of gore. It's not oh that yeah, that like can it. enhance. Things. Yeah, it enhances the movie, but it doesn't yeah. make the movie. Mm-hmm. If you have a really good movie and it's got cool gore effects, and it just makes it better. Well, because otherwise, then you'd have like bumpkins that like just you know a good movie, but got a bunch of like cadavers or something. Right. Just to, like, mm-hmm. chop up and say, hey, this is the most realistic gore ever, you know, because it's actual people. Right. Like, wow. Yeah. I'm surprised you know, somebody well, hasn't done that yet. Film, you know? so, <laughs> I, yeah, I probably inspired somebody now. I can just see, like, a light bulb going off in somebody's head. Be like, whoa! Never <laughs> thought of that one before. Yeah, they're going to do, like, Frankenstein and, do, you know, make the monster out of, like, real bodies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, somebody listening to me. I know they are. Mm. Uh, speaking of Showtime, too, uh, there's a new TV show on there I just think is just amazing. Is uh, Dexter. I think, you know, anybody else in, uh check that out. Really should check it out. It's a great yeah, TV show. I see that. Yeah. And I picked up the novel. I started reading it. It's really good, too. Is it? Yeah. Now, did they have everything on the show from the novel, or, or did they just, like, take the characters and then just start? No, the, the the first season is actually the first novel. Oh, okay. And, you know, I've read you know, a lot of, like, fans of the novel uh, really like the TV show, and I think a lot of it has to do with that they made it a TV show and it's not just like a movie. Right. It's hard to, like, condense the whole novel into, an, into like, an hour and a half movie. It's basically, you know, 13 episodes. I think it's 13, I'm not really sure, but... You know, so it's basically like a 10 to 13 hour movie. Mm-hmm. So you could really put everything, you know, from the book into the TV show. Mm-hmm. Can I give a shout out to uh, Buck of, of Team Straight Temper? Sure. All right, then let me do that. All right. Buck, Buck's my boy, and we're going all the way in, in Barbie's tag tournament, so. We got here, uh, Crusher Cox says that he would like to see a remake of Fright Night. Oh, that would rule. Although I love the, the original. Yeah, I love the original. So good. Yeah. And it's not that old. Is there any movies that you would like to see a remake? Maybe you thought, you know, it's a really good movie, but it's, uh, you know, it's fairly old or something. They could uh, do so much more with it now. That's a good question. Jeez, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of hard to come by. It's kind of played out. They just it's like, it's like to find, like, the one movie they haven't remade so far. That's, <laughs> that's the challenge. <laughs> Well, if you can get a, a movie that they wouldn't, like, mess with too much, like some like movie with a great story that they kind of bogus special effects for or something. Right. Up on that. Hmm. There's that's a movie I'm always surprised they never remade. It's actually uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Because they remade, you know, almost all the... Uh, they made so many versions of uh, Frankenstein and Dracula and Wolfman and everything. But, you know, there's no, there was never really made another uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. The creature was always like, you know, neat look and stuff, but the story just never really did it. Before. No, it's it. People put it in with the uh, with the classic uh, yeah. Universal monster movies, but it it really doesn't hold up to the rest. And it's actually made a lot later too. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is it's like decades later than yeah. like, you know Dracula and Frankenstein. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's strange though. It's been you know it took them so long to remake uh, the Wolfman. I mean, there's been other werewolf movies, but yeah. you know until this new one with Benicio del Toro's coming out, you know it's it's oh man, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a rem- yeah, remake of the actual uh, Wolfman movie. Yeah, you haven't actually seen one of those in a long time. I mean, I, I, well, I don't think you could consider that one where with Jack Nicholson as one. Yeah. I think a lot of people did though for some reason. Though. Yeah, what was it called? Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the last like werewolf movie? Um, there's probably been some low a long time ago. Yeah, I think there's been some low budget ones. Yeah, you know that weren't real like big. But hmm. like um. The Howling and American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was American Werewolf in Paris. There's yeah. one film called Wolfen or something like that. I've never yeah, Wolfen. Yeah. Oh, that's a great movie with Albert Finney, but I don't think that's really werewolves. I think it's like a pack of wolves. Yeah, it's actual wolves. Yeah. Oh, really? That's a good flick, though. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Private here in the chat room said he'd like to see uh, The Birds remade. That would be interesting, yeah. Well, it's such a classic, though, you know, the, the original birds. You know, I was thinking of, like, may, maybe one of the old, like, um, like, Karloff's, like, like, the Body Snatcher, not, not, not Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but... Did yeah, you ever that's the been remade snatcher? many times. No. And, but I, I don't think, like, without Karloff, I, I really don't think you could get, like, someone that could really do that role, or, or the Dark House is another one, which, um, you know, they were just so great, but the people would probably just mess with them too much, kind of like House on Haunted Hill. Right, yeah. yeah that one was... And just butcher them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, uh, I don't know, I'd kind, of, kind of like to see if somebody could actually pull it off if you're trying to talk about, like, Hitchcock films and stuff. I'd like to see somebody try to do Rope again, because... Oh, that would be wild. Yeah, because the original one, it was only shot in, like, four takes, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like... Every, they just like did it out as like a play, so I thought I think that would be kind of neat just to see if they could pull it off today. Yeah, that that would be a clever one to do. Mm-hmm. You know, on on like more of a comedy one, like Iasnick and Old Lace, like they haven't remade them in so long. That would be an interesting one too. Hmm. Or you know, they could just I guess they could always come up with a new idea. Yeah, well, no, they can't do that. <laughs> no, dude, we've been trying to get them to do that. <laughs> they can't possibly do that. <laughs> well, what, what planet are you from? <laughs> it, it does seem weird, though, we go back to the Halloween thing, that, that they're remaking it when they just made, like, the new sequel pretty much brought back the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then go back true. and remake the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, why not just make another sequel? I mean, Right, because <laughs> Buster Rhymes, he... <laughs> he owns that sequel. I mean, see, now now I gotta see that one. <laughs> Busta, he's laying down, man. I want to yeah. see Busta take out like uh, Freddy, um, Jason, Chucky for sure. Although although he cut his hair now though, so it's not the same. Woo-ha. He's got. Bogo was a hair. big fan of uh, Silver Bullet. Jerry Busey. Oh, Silver Bullet was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That that one like um in, in the old in the old King novel the um oh something of the werewolf psycho of the werewolf I think that's what it's called and Bernie writes and he does like all the color plates in it they're, they're just awesome he does like like fourteen he he just draws the best werewolf I've ever seen mm-hmm. um we 
you talked about Halloween and you know how like H two O was was a sequel right off of the like basically off the original two. Yeah. And this kinda ignored all the middle ones. It's a they've uh putting out um it's a return to uh to uh sleepover what is it? Sleepover camp? Okay, yeah. Sleepaway Sleep, camp. Sleepaway camp. Return sleepaway to sleepaway camp. camp. Oh, and it's going to be uh, a sequel right from the original one. And they're going to skip over like the two or three sequels. That's probably a good idea for a lot of cases, you know? Uh-huh. Like, if you're going to make, like, a Chucky movie, you probably just want to, like, you know, do away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, they, they, well, they kind of did that with Bride. Yeah, Bride was good. But mm-hmm. the one was, after I didn't really like the seed. It wasn't good. You know, well, they could do that with the leprechaun too, you know. Just <laughs> I think they could pretty much forget they were all me. <laughs> no, <laughs> for all that is sacred, that is man. You cannot get away, <laughs> do away with all the leprechaun films. Yeah, you know we had Freddy versus Jason. You think they'll do any more of those? Like uh, Freddy versus the leprechaun. Chucky versus the Leprechaun. That's, you know, they're about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. About the same, man. Like kind of a midget wrestling deal. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Pinhead the undercard on uh, Pinhead on versus Leatherface. Well, that would be good. You know, Dish would see that. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly think though, if any, it's like, it's like Pinhead like faced anybody like for real. I think that he would just pretty much own them all. Yeah, he probably. Could take them all he back. could take I on maybe like, Freddy because they both kind of exist in like. Uh, you know, in dreams, kind of. Well, he's like the devil's minion, though. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, when when we were talking about like the the old Universal, like when they ran out of shit to do back in like you know the forties and stuff, and they didn't really have any original concepts, and they kept doing stuff like that. Like, yeah, you had uh, Frankenstein versus a werewolf. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And they had like you know, I think it's in House of Dracula where like. They have the big throwdown with uh, with the Frankenstein monster and the Wolfman and stuff. Right. Then they they added things that shouldn't even be there. Like they made like this hunchback like Igor girl and stuff. Oh, just horrible. <laughs> yeah, then happened Costello. Yeah. Oh, well, but they that put was them all in yeah. yeah. That is a good movie. What is that? Abbott Costello meet the werewolf. So, so this is nothing new. Like, they ran out of ideas back then, you know? They had right. to do something different. <laughs> yeah, so they could do, like, Pauly Shore meets uh, Freddy. Exactly, yep. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that going down. I think so. I think that's, like, that's our version of Abbott Costello is uh, Pauly Shore. Well, well you it's know how, like, all the Japanese... Uh, monsters did you know all the giant Japanese monsters that have you know uh, Godzilla versus Mothra Godzilla versus King Kong and Godzilla versus everybody else mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think these those movies are I don't know I don't think Freddy vs. Jason did, did it really do that well I think it did pretty well did it I, think. I don't think Alien vs. Predator did um I don't know I'd have to look it up I, I'm not sure. I don't think it did. I think like a lot of people kind of smelled a stinker on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was really disappointed. In that. You know, when I first saw the previews for that, I was like, "Oh my god, Alien vs Predator! That's going to be awesome!" Oh, and then it's like, "Well, let's put it underground in this ancient Egyptian <laughs> thing," and it's like, "What the hell?" 
<laughs> just, exactly. Yeah, it's not like, quite like the battlefield you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of. Remember, <laughs> it was in Antarctica. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. Why can't they just give the people what they want? Exactly. They should just do it. We didn't even need people. No. Like the comic book and the game and the video game and stuff. It didn't have people in it. No. And then they had that girl, and she's like the hero in it. And it's like we don't need all this crap. We just want to see the alien the predator fight. Is there a winner in either one of those movies? Who who won between the aliens? <laughs> not not the fans. No, no, that's true. That's very true. Let's see. I think it was. Um, that's another thing. I don't think anybody ever wins. I think no. the predator won because. Yeah, he I was think like he, 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 he had like assistance from the uh, from that woman. <laughs> and like he couldn't even like do a clean finish. Man. <laughs> man, but I didn't know like if the winner would take on like the bug aliens from uh, what's that other movie? Oh, uh, yeah, Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah, they could take on the bugs from that one, you know. <laughs> right, this all do a whole tournament. Yeah, yeah, all different aliens and stuff, you know. Yeah. The big, the big head alien there, John Travolta from Battlefield oh, Earth. God. You know, and, um, and like never the make the sequel to that. They were going to. Yeah, well, I think that movie made two dollars. I know, but they were still going to make one anyway. <laughs> like you screw that, we're making one anyways. We know, we know what you people want to see. Well, it was like they got to spread them, you know, L. Ron Hubbard. That's true. That's true. All righty, I think we better take a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back with Mike Mendez.
All right, we're back, and we're joined by Mike Mendez. Welcome to Without Your Head. Good to be here. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Oh, very good. Very excited about this weekend. Cool. And how's everybody else doing? Oh, I'm all such. All right. <laughs> all right, that was enthusiastic. Right on. <laughs> he hit us out of the blue with that one. I'm not ready for all that. He's not ready for all that. You you're, you're the guest. Come on. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm three hours behind, so I guess I'm, I'm just more awake or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's earlier over here. Well, everybody know that you're the director of uh, Grave Dancers, which is part of Eight Films to Die For. That's correct. The, the Horror Fest, which you can check out horrorfestonline.com and see if it's playing near you. It's uh, this weekend only, November 17th to the 19th. And you can also check out gravedancers.com. So are uh, you looking forward to the weekend? Yeah, I'm very excited. I haven't seen, uh, I've hardly seen any of the movies, so, uh, you know, so I, I have my, my tickets ready for, for Friday to see Dark Ride, uh, Reincarnation, and Unrest, so. All very good. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen any of them, but, but, uh, I'm really excited about them. Are all eight playing each day? Uh, no, uh, it's three a day. Uh, you got, uh, Reincarnation, um, Unrest, and Dark Ride, and then, uh, on Friday and then Saturday you have Grave Dancers. Uh, the abandoned and Penny Dreadful, and then uh, Sunday you have um, uh, the Hamiltons. Um, get doing this off memory, so bear with me. Uh, the Hamiltons, uh, Wicked Little Things, and the the bonus movie uh, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horrors uh, on Sunday night. So cool. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that one wasn't on the website. Yeah, it is now. It just just oh, it just, just popped up literally uh, today. That's uh, your bonus uh, ninth movie. Uh, if you see all uh, eight movies, uh, keep your ticket stubs, and you can go see uh, Hood of Horrors for free. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you also get a T-shirt, which they also don't advertise on the website. So, uh, so if you can, buy all eight tickets. Get a snazzy little T-shirt. So. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Very cool, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know where this idea came from? Uh, well, it's definitely the, the brainchild of uh, Courtney Solomon, who uh, directed uh, a movie called Dungeons and Dragons and an American Haunting. Uh, what what I respect uh, about uh, Mr. Solomon quite a bit is that, uh, you know, uh, he always does something very unique with all his, his movies, and not, not so much um, necessarily from a filmmaking side, but from the business side. He always comes up with something uh, very inventive and exciting, and... Uh, American Haunting, uh, he basically uh, formed a, uh, re- a distribution company and released the movie themselves, and they made like uh, 18 or $19 million um, in the U.S. box office with it, and so they were very encouraged, and he had an idea of like, well, you know, horror is, uh, is hot, and people want to want to see a lot of horror movies, and right now there's almost uh, an overabundance of them, so this was a, a great way to... To package them so that you can see them in theaters and, and whatnot, and so this was kind of his idea, and uh, God bless him for it, because uh, you know the, we wouldn't be here without him by any means. So, yeah. and plus, you know, there's a lot of like horror fests around the, the country. This is kind of a way to bring them to uh, everybody, so you don't have to really go out of your way to uh, find them. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's good for a lot of things. It's it's a and like you said, a, a national uh, horror festival, so everyone can kind of share the experience all over the U.S. And also, just these days, uh, you know. Uh, even though horror movies are, are hotter than they ever have been, uh, they're, they're, you know, the independent movies are kind of what, what started this with Saw and Hostel and, you know, and a lot of things like that. And now, uh, all the movies that are coming out are all studio movies, uh, The Return and, uh, Texas Chainsaw and The Grudge too. And, 
you know, and so all these slots, all these, uh, you know, slots for movies to come out, you know, now it's harder for independent movies to come out because they're all taken out by studio films. So this is uh, an exciting way for, uh, you know, if you're a supporter of independent horror, which has always been kind of the most fertile and exciting ground of where, you know, the best horror comes from, uh, you know, this is a great way to, to support independent horror and check out movies that, uh, you know, wouldn't be able to get a theatrical release just because there's so many other things taking up uh, all the release slots now. So, uh, so you know, so it's a good thing for, for horror fans in general. Uh, how did they pick which, uh, which of the eight movies? Did they contact you or... Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of like the way, uh, any distributor, uh, you know, acquires a movie is that, uh, you know, they attend the different film markets and see what movies are, uh, available and what movies are looking for a distributor and, uh, you know, they kind of propose this idea. You know, usually, uh, you either get a distributor who releases it in theaters and, you know, takes care of it or a distributor who, uh, you know, releases it on DVD. So they just kind of came to us the same way that any other uh, buyer would uh, at one of the markets and just kind of had this kind of very novel uh, and different approach at releasing movies. Uh, and, uh, you know, i got to admit that part of the appeal was just that it, it was its originality because there's never been anything like this. Uh, and, uh, you know, and that, that was part of the deciding factor that we just very much wanted to be a part of it because we knew that it was a way to, to get the film seen nationally and get it out there. Uh, in a very unique structure, and so um, you know, so so that that's kind of how uh, they did it, pretty much just like any other movie, like any other um, you know distributor. Mm-hmm. Are you happy so far with like? Because uh, you see the ads pretty much everywhere. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I, I can't speak for outside of California because I'm in California, but uh, are you seeing it in your hometown and stuff? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I live in Massachusetts. Yeah, I see it on on TV all the time. You see it on uh, online a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. They're doing a great job of online and uh, Sci-Fi Channel and Comedy Central and late night TV and G4 and stuff like that. They seem to they seem to know who their audience is, which is which is great. Mm-hmm. You think there's some um, they could do uh, annually? Uh, that's the plan. Um, you know, it, it's a matter of uh, I, I hope and encourage all your listeners to to go out and check it out because uh, yeah, if this is successful, uh, I, I you know I think we would all like nothing more for this to be an annual event. Uh, you know, and something that people can look forward to and kind of plan their weekend around that, that a new horror fest is coming. Uh, so we hope, um, you know, I, I definitely think, uh, they, they certainly intend at least to do one, uh, for, for 07. Uh, you know, at least that, that's the intention is that they, they plan to, to go. But we, we hope, uh, it'll, it'll be a big success and we hope that, uh, it'll be 07 and many years to come. You know, we hope so. You want to tell everybody what they can expect from, uh, Grave Dancers? Uh, Grave Dancers is, uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with my, my previous film, The Convent. Uh, The Convent was very much a kind of a schlocky horror, uh, comedy. Uh, The Grave Dancers is, is, um, somewhat of a different thing. It's, uh, much more a moody, atmospheric, spooky, uh, haunted house movie. Um, with, with a, you know, a little bit of a kick-ass edge, you know. I, I definitely needed a body count in there. Uh, and so, uh, I think the, the biggest inspirations, uh, from, for the movie come from things like, uh, Poltergeist, um, the others, the entity, uh, and the haunted mansion uh, would probably be uh, where, where the biggest influences come. But uh, it's uh, you know just kind of a, a fun um, ride. You know, I think uh, the movie. You know, I mentioned the haunted mansion there, which is not a movie; it's a ride. Yeah, the, I should specify um, influenced by the haunted mansion ride, not not, oh, okay. not the movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Eddie Murphy's in it. It's great. Oh, you'll love it. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but but um, you know, but but we wanted to go for very much uh, kind of like um, spook show, 
uh, kind of feel where, you know, you're in a dark place and we want you to jump out of your seat and, uh, you know, hopefully have your date, uh, you know, grab onto you and maybe jump onto your lap during or after the movie, either way. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of a throwback to just kind of more, uh, classical, uh, spooky cinema, you know, so. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to play that record all the time. Oh, what, the Haunted Mansion record? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, no. uh, very much so. And even the designs of the ghosts are kind of our, our modern interpretation of a uh, grim, grinning ghost. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. When, when I saw, like, the uh, the ghosts, especially the little girl, that spooked me out when I first saw her. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, we, yeah. We're, we're very fortunate to get uh, Spectral Motion, who is a great company that did... Uh, Hellboy and uh, X3 oh, wow. and Fantastic Four and stuff, and usually wouldn't touch anything this small. But but uh, you know, thankfully they they liked the the script and they liked me and they they uh, decided to to do this. So they did a, a pretty kick-ass job of of designing some some pretty creepy ghouls. So yeah, looks it. Yeah, everybody can check out the trailer at GraveDancers.com or HorrorFestOnline.com. That's right. Someone, yes. Yeah, someone here in our chat room, TC Anderson. You want to know if you think. Um, to put out a DVD box set of all eight movies together. You know, they might do a box set. I'm not 100% sure. The plan as of now is that um, that they're going to release them about once every two weeks starting in, like, March. Um, and uh, so through March, April, up until about June, uh, you'll be able to, to get all the movies on DVD. Um, but who knows? I mean, it all depends on how successful this weekend is, uh, you know, if there's an interest. Uh, it's certainly possible that that maybe uh, in time for um, Horror Festo Seven uh, that there may be a re-release uh, in a box set form. You know that that certainly has been talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned earlier the Convent. So everybody, that's on DVD right now. Yeah. And uh, the real killer is the other movie you did. I think that's only on VHS. Uh, only on VHS, but there's a mighty fine uh, uh, German uh, two-disc set that uh, that I recommend highly. Uh, but uh, I very much would like to bring that to to us Region One, uh, you know, viewers uh, over here. Um, you know, hopefully trying to to get a new one off the ground and uh, get a new release for it on DVD. Finally, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned um, some of your influences. Uh, who were some of your influences? You know, before you got into uh, making movies. Uh, you know, I, I I grew up and I kind of think my my biggest fe- uh, film school was Evil Dead Two. Uh, you know, so I, I certainly, uh, loved and adored and still do, uh, you know, just a huge, huge fan of Sam Raimi. Uh, and then, uh, you know, also, uh, in the formative years, uh, Peter Jackson came along with Bad Taste and, and, uh, Dead Alive, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, Meet the Feebles, and, and that, that was, that was pretty huge on me as well. Uh, but, uh, I also have to, to give, uh, you know, again, my, you know, this is what I was weaned on as a kid, you know, uh, Carpenter. Uh, also played a, a pretty major uh, part in, in my uh, formative years, uh, as well as uh, Argento and uh, Romero uh, and Cronenberg uh, as well. But but uh, definitely Raimi and Carpenter are probably uh, my my two biggest uh, influences and heroes. So, mm-hmm. I think John had a question. Uh, oh, I was just going to ask, what was your? Uh, do you plan on working in the horror genre for the rest of your career, or, do you, or would you like to kind of? Get out of it. If, if they'll let me, uh, <laughs> I, I will do it. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I'd lo- I, I'm not one of those guys that has uh, the kind of, like, uh, you know, highfalutin attitude of, like, well, yeah, well, I'm going to start off in the horror uh, thing, and then maybe I'll move on to a nice romantic comedy, and then, you know, 
uh, you know, that, that's not really my thing. It's kind of like I, I love horror. Uh, I grew up on horror. Uh, if I make, uh, you know, horror for the rest of my life, I should be so lucky. So, uh, you know, so that, that, that's the plan. I mean, I have nothing against doing an action movie or doing something that maybe is, um, you know, a little bit out of out of the realm. But but see, I kind of I think the horror genre is kind of fairly broad, and I think you can do horror action or horror comedies or you know uh, horror dramas even. You know, things like uh, you know, and, and uh, I think there are people like Guillermo del Toro who are kind of pushing it. Uh, to new places too, you know, like like Pan's Labyrinth, uh, which is not out yet and is just a freaking phenomenal movie. Um, is uh, you know, he's doing something that that is very much a fairy tale. I'm not a horror movie, but you could see where the influences and roots come from. So, uh, so people like that, you know, uh, are always very exciting to me. That that even though they may not be doing a straight horror movie, the the basically that they're still painting with with uh, you know horror colors, you know, so. Uh, I, I would hope that that I, I would be fortunate enough to, to kind of uh, be one of those people, you know, to, to do that. So, uh, what's scary to you? What like uh, movies have you seen that really scared you? Movies mm-hmm. or real life here? No, re- either one. Uh, movies. What what scares me? Uh, you know, um, not much. I mean, you know, again, you gotta <laughs> gotta keep in mind. I I, I grew up on this stuff. Uh, movie Irreversible. Uh, was uh, not a horror movie, but uh, pretty pretty effective and pretty impactful and pretty horrible and in its own way kind of kind of a, a horror movie to me. Um, you know, I like the atmosphere of the others uh, quite quite a bit, uh, and uh, I thought the the descent was was fucking awesome. Oh, I can't swear. I'm sorry. Or can't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. No, you can let him rip. I apologize. Um, anyway, but, but um, you know, but but uh, the descent I thought was was amazing, and I thought uh, that that was really uh, a uh, just a great horror movie, and also a great hybrid being a horror action movie as well. Uh, what, what scares me in real life, uh, you know, just 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 walking outside and just watching the news. <laughs> so, uh, re- real life's pretty pretty freaking terrifying. So, yeah, the movies uh, escapism, real life's the the real horror. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, anything you want to tell everybody out there? Why don't you come see uh, Brave Dancers and uh, Eight Films to Die For this weekend? Uh, again, like I said before, you know, c- come on out to, to a support independent horror if you like the idea and want to see it uh, continue. Uh, you know, I think that's a, a good enough reason uh, by itself to, to to go out and check it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I can't personally verify or vouch for all the movies. I I, I hear I hear good things about all of them in their own uh, unique way. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think if you want, uh, something that, you know, if, if you want something just kind of atmospheric and creepy and, and fun, uh, I think, uh, go see Grave Dancers. If you want, uh, you know, uh, a completely, you know, blood-soaked gore-fest, you might be a little disappointed, but hopefully you'll enjoy the other things about it. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I have nothing against the gore, I absolutely love it, but, but on this one, uh, we decided to kind of focus more on the creep factor than the, than the beheadings. Next one, we'll focus on the beheadings. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, someone here in our chat room, this, uh, he agreed with you, Ryan Voorhees, that uh, The Descent is effing awesome. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I definitely think uh, that that's really one of the, the best things in a long time. And it's always disappointing to me that, that you know, 
that was just so great, and and a lot of the movies that I seem to to really like and enjoy are you know aren't as successful as some of the things that you know are just huge, you know, yeah, uh, Chainsaw the Beginning or whatever, you know, which is fine for what it is, but but you know, so many better movies are out there uh, on an independent level, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know don't get the love that they deserve. So so I'm happy to see that that people dig it. So uh, and and hopefully they'll they'll dig uh, some of these movies as well. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on here. Really appreciate it. Good luck. With absolutely, the, uh, absolutely. What What are you guys up to for the rest of the evening? Who, who's on the show tonight? Uh, just you this uh, this evening. All right. Yeah, we're, very good. Uh, yeah. Well, we, thank uh, you very much. I'm I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get yourself a uh, a uh, hand drawn picture by Troy. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. But I, I think I saw it. Was it the oh, the average? Yeah. Was right. it the, uh, I saw it on MySpace there. Yeah, you were very kind to me on the weight thing, so I appreciate that greatly. So, uh, well, I usually am with myself, so yeah. you know. That's, <laughs> me, that's very nice of you. So anyway, that's very cool. Hello? Yeah. Were you praying? Oh, there you We're back once again. Oh yes, we have returned. Pretty quick Ooh. show today. Yeah, we're on the ball. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's what Thank does. Oh yeah, definitely. That's. It, it sounds like a pretty interesting film. Uh, we'll have to. I'm not sure if they're playing in my region. So <laughs> they're like they're, they probably took a look and like ah oh, West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch that one off. I'll tell you uh, what I'm happy with though between between him and like um. Um, the, the guy that did Hatchet, like it seems like yeah, there's a bunch of young, yeah, Green, right? They um, seems like there's there's a bunch of young directors that are really pretty passionate about doing like horror films. That, mm-hmm. That's a good. Yeah, thing. that's actually what someone here in the chat room, uh, Ryron, just brought up. He said that uh, just like Adam Green, he loves a guest that are uh, big fans of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's th- not just a stepping stone for him, you know, onto something else. I think mm-hmm. on the independent level too, it's also probably the uh, level where they can really shine, you know. Oh yeah, yes. Because I don't know, I think a lot of these movie studios they kind of lock people down with uh, what they what they can do in their film and what they can't, you know. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So good, good for them. Stand up for yourselves, guys. Don't hold yeah. yourselves out. And then, you know, it's cool to see someone who really uh, loves what they're doing. 
Not to sound too uh, corny or whatever, but you know, it's cool. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you are so corny. Oh, man. I, like, I, I love talking to John. It's like a, it's like the first time you ever asked me how I was doing after after you started an interview. <laughs> What's you gotta up keep with that? On the ball. You gotta keep it on the ball. <laughs> you definitely were. I sound like an idiot. I sound like a tard. <laughs> just like I was ready for that. My name's John. I'm from Washington. <laughs> we're in a groove right now, though. Oh, quick, call up the psychic guy. <laughs> let's go. Let's get the psychic going. All right, Lou Gentile. Yeah, Lou, Lou Gentile, you out there? Gentile. Calling you up, man. <laughs> We're no, definitely going to have to try to get him on the. He knows that. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's <laughs> Are you telling me that you didn't think I know your are He's, he's going to call you now. We will have Lou Gentile uh, on soon. Hopefully next week. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. And we'll also have uh, we'll have another guest lined up pretty soon. Too. Oh, are you at liberty to tell? Yeah, I must say. It doesn't matter. No, go right ahead. All right, we'll also have uh, Judah Friedlander up mm-hmm. on the show. From Phoenix. He's a comedian. He played uh, one of my favorite movies. And I believe it's uh, Troy, one of Troy's favorite movies, too. Oh. Is, uh, American Splendor, he played Toby. Oh. And uh, for the horror fans out there, he was the beer guy in The Feast. See, I haven't seen uh, American Splendor. <laughs> So I'm just like Well, it's American Splendor is a horror movie. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. But it, it's great, though. It's just a, just an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't seen the new uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I haven't I seen... I watched, like, half of the remake, and then I, you know, I've yet to see the, the yeah. one that's out right now, or was out right now. I think it's out of theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It kind of looked interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they at least you know made something original rather than just remake another one. Yeah, that's true. They go back and want to show you. Uh, you know, they've never done <laughs> that before. Really, show you. I mean, origin. It couldn't get any worse than that freaking <laughs> next generation. <laughs> They're all talking about that here in our chat room, like it's some kind of great movie. The next generation. Uh, What's yeah. the matter with you, chat room? I don't know. And Casper on our message board and saying how good it was. <laughs> Casper. They're talking about like Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know? <laughs> Let's hope. This ain't Matthew McConaughey. That one didn't even have Shatner. That's right, man. That's down. right. I- I'm with John here. If if it doesn't have William Shatner, and it's not Star Trek. They, oh no, no! But Next Generation's awesome. They really do need to get Shatner to, to make a cameo in one of the Halloweens and just be like, "Boo!" and just walk <laughs> off the. <laughs> Maybe they can just get his toupee. <laughs> <laughs> and like make him chase it down the street. Hey, yeah, come back cool. here. <laughs> come what back. Do you, what, what, what do you mean? You, that's not his real hair. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just ruined your day. Well, well why doesn't he do the um, the American um, Iron Chef anymore? <laughs> I don't know. What's what the Iron that? Chef? Yeah, well, oh. when they originally did the uh, American Iron Chef, he was like uh, the Morimoto of it. Yep. And uh, the new ones, he's not. Hmm. I liked it better when I shot. No, he was he was the chairman Kaga. Ah, okay. sure, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah and Morimoto's one of the chefs. Yeah, yep. Oh, man, Glogo's in the chat room, and he called me out last week. He was saying, Incher, have you seen Night of the Creeps? Right. Like, no, I haven't seen Night of the Creeps. <laughs> Well, Glogo, I'm glad I'm glad I can make you happy. I've now seen Night of the Creeps, and it is oh, a fine, man. fine film. 
<laughs> if I could only live the life of the Bradster, I'd be I'd be a made man. Oh man! <laughs> and again, he does get killed in the film. So, but he's 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 a like kid, Bubba from Mama's Family. That's who oh, played Bradster. And then you got Tom Atkins or Atkinson or I forget his name. You know the dude with the mustache who's in <laughs> who's in a bunch of Carpenter films. Oh, oh man! Yeah, that's right. yeah, and he, and he like so he like long. he like freaks out because like he he um his girlfriend was like hacked to death. His like high school squeeze. <laughs> she like leaves him and then then she gets hacked to death and he's not happy about that. He he gets like emotionally scarred for the rest of his life. Yeah, but probably which isn't very long. <laughs> no, well, in this film, it jumps no. ahead like a couple of years, and then. Uh, <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah, and then, yeah, then I don't really remember it too well. Just remember the little slug creatures. Oh, the little slug creatures, and some of the makeup effects. I really enjoyed it in, in this film. Just... <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there a scene in that with a with a um, lawnmower? Doesn't someone get killed with a Yeah, yeah, that is, they get stuck in like this. Uh, outhouse or like this little shed kind of thing and they're yeah, trying to yep. get away from the uh, alien zombie people or whatever and <laughs> he, he picks up the lawnmower and just starts going to town it's just, yeah, it's yeah. definitely one of the finest 80s zombie slash alien movies you'll ever see oh man <laughs> that that's a big genre right there <laughs> man I, I mean I was a little leery at first when I saw like the crazy mutant zombie like uh not zombie <laughs> but like the uh the crazy aliens on the on the uh, spaceship at first, mm-hmm. but then it got into the storyline, and oh my gosh! Doesn't it go into a dog or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of towards the end of the film. It's like mm. the little slug things. Oh, is that like opening to the sequel? Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, like the kid, like the dog. See, I guess what I guess like uh, I don't want to give away the ending because I don't want to build oh, this film God. up and be like and be like. And then, like, right. people be like, I gotta see this movie with the guy from Mama's Family. Yeah, right. <laughs> the guy from Bubba from uh, Mama's Family. from Mama's Family. He's the Bradster. <laughs> <laughs> we need Bubba from Mama's Family maybe on that's here, a dude. They could remake Night of the Creeps. Oh, maybe. Although, didn't, didn't they make another one around that time with, like, there were two aliens? One was an evil one, one was a good one. And mm. it was also like some slug thing that yeah. was in the purse. And it was pretty gross when it would go for, it would, they'd show it like coming out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's actually a good movie. I, I yeah, that, that, that was decent. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I'm not sure which one you're talking about there. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. It, it had the guy with the really blue eyes that was in Dune. Mm. And um, he was in Blue Velvet. Actually, he may have been in all of that guy's movies. Um. <laughs> and he's also in the, the Flintstone movie. So he's been around that guy. He's been around. He's been around. They're making a third uh, creep show. That could be interesting, though. Yeah, isn't like uh, George Wright in it or something like that? Or I don't really know. I don't know. We're going to have to wave the IMDb rule on the show to figure this one out. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'll tell you though, like you know, you know, when they're doing things like that, like the hour-long shows on on HBO or, or Showtime, they, they could do that with like all the King shorts. You know, like like they did. Um, I think Neil, I think you just got the um, 
Yeah, Nightmares and Dreamscapes uh, yeah. just came on DVD. But they, they should do something like that, you know, kind of like the Creep Show kind of thing uh, with, with all King shorts. Yeah, that'd be cool. Different people make them up. That would be really good, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, um, George Romero's on the writing credits, but I'm not really sure how much, because they, they list like six people. Oh, well, maybe yeah. he did like a screenplay or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe he did one of the stories. Oh, could be. Because uh, in the really first sure. two, they were, both, they were both all kings in the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that movie, the original law. Well, what makes me mad is that there's a special edition of uh, Creepshow 2, but Creepshow, the original one, there isn't. And it's like, you know, the original Creepshow <laughs> is such a, such a better movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah come on. You, you got the rat. Got a ride, lady. Nice <laughs> 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 ride, lady. I love it. A fan of a giant trash bag floating through the water, though he's never done it. I love those films when you watch <laughs> them and you and you have like absolutely no doubt whatsoever that this was made in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> and that happens to be one of those films. What oh, are you talking true. about? Shut up, fat You don't stuff. even have to see the feathered hair or anything, and you still know. <laughs> Let's see what old wooden head has to say about. It. <laughs> This hair, man. This hair. <laughs> it's going to make me a movie star. Yeah, you didn't see that coming, huh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was totally surprised by them. It's only caught me off guard. <laughs> that was the best one out of three pretty poor ones, though. No, no. Thanks for the ride, ladies. The best one ever. Oh, no, no. That, that's only got the one little catchphrase, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> Stephen King's in that one. He comes out, and he's just like, gosh. He's like, what happened, lady? Yeah, but you see, like, his his role in the in the first one is much better than that one. At least he <laughs> oh, that's for sure. All meteor shit. I might sell this meteor for $100 down to college. <laughs> oh, I broke it. <laughs> Two hundred dollars for a broken media? I wouldn't give you two cents. <laughs> oh man! You think John, if if you ever start turning into a bush, mm-hmm. call for help. <laughs> Just don't sit around and like wait it out, hope it gets better. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that advice. Such things that we learn from these films. All right, I think that's probably done it for this edition. What do you guys think? Yeah, we're getting goofy now. Yeah, Ryron said the raft scared the crap out of him when he was a kid. (laughs) Oh, really? Geez, I didn't even like the short story. Gold was saying his favorite creep show skit was the one with uh, uh, when the old man gets eaten by the groaches. Oh, that one's awesome. Well, that's from the original one. The original movie was a series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so we'll be back next week. Thrill me.
Yeah.